Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of January 15th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me as always, Filter Cord. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, not much. Uh, battling a bit of a sickness here, so uh, pardon my uh, nasally coffee, um, mm-hmm. you know, self. So uh, you've been warned. You can go ahead and hit us up on Twitter and let us know that uh, I sound like a fucking douchebag. Um, that's fine. Well, that has nothing to do with the disease. <laughs> that has nothing to do with me being sick. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, this is my first um, podcast of 2018. Uh, yours and Drake's last week was fantastic. Um, definitely shout out to Drake. Uh, I, I actually really like hearing you guys uh, go back and forth. So like, I would really like to have him on a little more regularly. He has even just a third to hang out and chat with us. Um, okay. So yeah, I'll let him know. Yeah, um, so if he listens or whatever, that's that's cool. Um, reach out to us or whatever. Um, but yeah, with uh, with all of that and everything that's been happening, what's been going on with you? Oh, man. Um, been a lot. I've been pretty busy still. I thought the uh, new year was going to slow down my workload a little bit, and it has not yet. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been trying to get through some of the good games from last year. Mm-hmm. Um so I did actually beat uh, Wolfenstein 2 the other day. That was pretty good. Um, I finished. Uh, I started and finished in the same session. Uh, what remains of Edith Finch? Cool. Uh, that was very good, and I definitely recommend uh, <clears throat> Edith Finch to everybody to play. I mean, if you're a fan of like the walking simulator style at all, um, I would say like this is the best one since Gone Home, and it's kind of got a similar vibe. Uh, it's got a lot of other action going on, so it's one of the more entertaining ones. Like, I didn't really like uh, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, because it was uh, just yeah. so slow. <clears throat> it was super slow. Like, yeah, that was one that I tried to play multiple times, mm-hmm. and I just... I There was just so many things to do. It, like, I was very aware I was in a walking simulator. Right, right. Which was the problem. And this one, uh, there's, there's more stuff going on, and the environment is just a little more, like unusual it's it's definitely got the the, the gone home vibes mm-hmm. um of kind of like the the environment like you want to explore it more and it kind of does a good job of funneling you where you need to go so you you don't just have a giant open area to explore you're pretty locked down in what you need to be doing so um yeah i definitely recommend that um nice for sure yeah other than that i've been uh catching up on some old some uh, movies i got for christmas and slightly before and everything so uh been doing a lot hell yeah <clears throat> yeah myself um jumping back into like right at the beginning of the year the reason i missed the podcast is um we had like a family cruise mm-hmm. and um that's why i was away for the first podcast of the year um that's why you have ebola and that's why i'm dying now no um i actually great story um <laughs> i like open water turns out kind of turns my stomach a little bit and it's not even my stomach it's just my head it's like i it's like when you're playing a vr game and you're moving in game but you know that you're not moving in real life Mm -hmm. and it kind of just fucks with you a little bit i had that going on and it wasn't like i was like physically getting sick it was just my head was constantly like like swirling yeah it was almost like uh uh, you just constantly feel like you just stood up too fast right right it was like a, a head rush all the time yeah and um but when we were going from port to port, it was fine. When we were within the islands, mm-hmm. um, it, it it was great. Um, 
but I escaped there not being sick at all. And then I get back. Um, it was like our second day back and Ashley, almost Ashley's like, I'm sick. And I was like, Ooh, Uh-oh. that's not good. Okay. Uh, we'll just do our best to, you know, like kind of knock this out quick. So we went and got a bunch of shit just to, you know, for her to be able to take, sleep it off. And, um, and she did, she actually knocked it out within like a day and a half. Mm-hmm. And, but within that day and a half, she was sleeping. She usually faces out on the bed and I'll face out or in on the bed. Well, it turns out she was facing in on the bed and I woke up with her coughing literally in my face. She <laughs> damn near sneezed in my open mouth. <laughs> and I was like, as soon as it happened, I woke up. I just immediately went to the bathroom and drank cough medicine. Good idea. I wasn't even sick yet. That's, I, would, I, I, like, would, I, I would say that's, uh, that's grounds for calling the cops. Yeah. <laughs> like I woke up the next day and I was like, "Well, oh man, I, I wanted to kneecap you in your sleep." That's funny. <laughs> I knew you, I, I was fucked like right away. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's why I didn't make it um, to the first podcast. Um, but since I've got back, um, I played a little bit of Friday the Thirteenth. Um, my virtual cabin post uh, over on the Friday the Thirteenth forums um, actually doing very well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are. Uh, you know, thanking me for it and stuff like that. So, you know, thanks to those guys for checking it out. Um, as well, jumping it back into Assassin's Creed because that game's fucking massive. Um, mm-hmm. I just got to uh, the Giza and I'm kind of going through tombs okay. now. That's badass, so badass. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Drake <clears throat> was doing. Like he was really cranking through Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it's such a great game. I heard you guys say something about like do like having to sit down and just talking about it mm-hmm. um, after we after you've uh, caught up a little bit or you I know need, like, I need to catch up a lot. Yeah, after you know after you know a couple months or whatever after we've all like maybe finished it or mm-hmm. you know partially finished it. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, those are the two that I've uh that I've really focused on. I haven't gamed too too much because that was down like sick yep. pretty good so um but yeah assassin's creed's been basically uh been basically it mm-hmm. oh did you hear also i got roped into playing doggone grandpa yeah i i heard what what, what like how did you get roped <laughs> like well i think i remember when we were talking about it when the when v3 came out wasn't i yeah. like the more i've heard about it the more i was like oh shit i think i have to try this um, well, we made fun of it a lot. Well, it's kind of <laughs> Saw-like, isn't it? Um, it's got, like, a lot of, like... Yeah. The, the concept is that you, like... Basically, it's the, uh, that one mission in Oblivion that everybody liked, where you, like, have to kill everybody in the house, but you can't let everybody know it was you. Right. Is that, so, is that what the full game is? It's that as a visual novel, basically. Ah, uh, okay. So, after playing, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club, which, again, I highly recommend to everybody. It's free on Steam. Just go get it. Uh, it's after playing that I was like, well, I need to play more of these now because they're like, they've they've reached the point where there's been so many like, uh, visual novel like dating sim games that they're like starting to break the medium with a lot of like really cool shit because it's like, oh, there's just right. been like you know a generation of visual novel games is over in like two months, so they're like they're able to iterate very quickly on them because there's it's basically just art like the yeah. programming's not super complex. Um, and the art even, you know, there's like maybe, 
I don't know, let's say there's eight major characters and there's like six or seven different poses for each character that's important and then just one or two for not important characters. That's essentially like you make 20 backgrounds maybe and that's your whole game. So right. they're very labor light. Yeah, they're so super easy I, to crank out for sure. Right. Like, and, and, you know, not to say that it's, you know, it's never easy to make a game. Yeah, but, uh, right. I mean, that that's on the Flappy Bird level of simplicity. So um, they're starting to do some really cool stuff in the genre. So I think it's time for me to get back in. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things where they can, they don't have to focus on, you know, X, Y, and Z. They can just focus on X. Right. Then, we, let's make the art really good. Yeah, and then, and then like, they can, okay, now it, I'll just they can develop the, the rest of it. Yeah. Right. Really good. Exactly. Cool, man. So, uh, yeah, that'll be something that holds me back in the near future. <laughs> yeah, I can already see it. Hey, you know, we're all playing Monster Hunter. What are you doing? Oh, I'm playing... I'm on Doggone Grandpa 2. Hateful Boyfriend. The Rectuming. Oh, I'm going to play Hateful Boyfriend. <laughs> it's I haven't yet because I just haven't sunk to that low of a place in my life, but you know it's coming. Doesn't that start Pigeon from Mike Tyson's yes. Mysteries? No, it's a less important pigeon. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, there really hasn't been, uh, you know, we're just now coming up on kind of the first releases of the year here. Right. And uh, one, two, three of them are just ports. So like, um, there, there hasn't been a lot yet this year. So I think it's a good time to go back and play some of the big stuff from last year that people didn't get a chance to play. Yeah. Um, especially people in school. Uh you know, there's been a lot of snow days and everything, so mm-hmm. um, this is the ideal time of year for that because it's going to start getting crowded here in February. Yeah, yeah, we have late um, January even. We have yeah, you know, mon- like <clears throat> just the the big ones that I'm thinking of. We have Monster Hunter, and then mm. I know Far Cry's. Um, it's been pushed back by a month, so it won't be February, but it'll be March. March, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's already Kingdom like, Come coming out in February. King- yep, February. Um, damn. Yeah, there's a lot of good. We like even next week we have the um we'll have on the games releasing um the impatient which we've been talking about that being the thing that kind of pushes us over the edge of getting PSVR. Mm-hmm. So you know there, there there's there's a lot. So just stay tuned. Yeah. But cool. Let's jump into the games releasing for the fifteenth to the twenty first. All right. Um, first off, if you guys get the chance, head on over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all the top news video game stuff as well. Get early access to all the stuff we talk about here. Uh, PlayStation Plus lineup, um, which, you know, kudos to you guys last week for um, Drake, uh, specifically for catching that slip up uh, mm-hmm. of like, um, what was that, Psychopaths? That yep. wasn't on the list. Mandatory the happiness. List. Is that the subtitle? Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, you can check out all the stuff pretty much that we talk about here and more uh, over there. It's a good way to just talk with us uh, on the daily. Um, and you get reminders of when the podcast goes up on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Um, and cool freebies. You know, we do a lot of cool stuff over there. So go check all that out as well. <clears throat> Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Um, so you know when we go live, do stuff like this, um, live streams and more, even uh, like our pen and paper sessions, which we need to get back to really soon. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, just go follow us on all those, and and you guys won't be out of the loop. 
but cool. Uh, the first game up, January 16th, um, is Street Fighter V, the arcade edition for PS4 and PC. Mm-hmm. Of course, coming from Capcom. Um, this was one of those ports that we were talking about. <laughs> like, yeah, this is so this like is the version. Release. This is the version that was in arcades, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. That's such a weird, like, it's weird. <laughs> it's yeah, really it's... weird. Like, why was the arcade version different? Right. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm not deep enough into that fighter. Yeah like genre to understand why like i bet in japan this is probably huge yeah to be able to play the thing that you play and stand up and you know dump quarters into at home i i guess that's probably pretty good probably that's but, the uh, the like i'm really not into the multiple versions of each game thing uh right like I prefer like I like the original release and then maybe a game of the year release right if you're doing more than that like I don't know what's up yeah Um, yeah I mean didn't this game wait when did this come out when what did it come out on ps3 I'm not 100% on that I didn't keep up on it let me uh do some quick pre-search I do like I, I'm a big fan of uh, the characters and the art style. Like ex- specifically for this video that we're watching now, it is a Street mm-hmm. Fighter V arcade official official cinematic opening. Um, it looks so fucking cool, and I'm a fan of their yeah. art style. It's just it doesn't do it for me. I don't know. Like I guess the competitive fighting scene is just not my jam. Um, okay, so the the original game came out on PS4 uh, and PC February 16. Oh, this is still exclusive. Yep. Wow. That's that's something. <clears throat> that's crazy. Uh, Sony had some kind of hand in it. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. I mean, Capcom seems to side with Sony a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, you never hear of Capcom going, oh, we're making this game specifically for, like, Xbox. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. <clears throat> so if you guys are inclined, you can pick up um, Street Fighter V Arcade Edition on PS4 and PC on the 16th. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, on January 18th, a game I'm glad to see is still around. Um, Darkest Dungeon is being ported to the Switch. And uh, that was a big Kickstarter success story uh, coming from Red Hook Studios, which was created specifically to make uh, Darkest Dungeon. Um, it originally came out in 2015. Um, it's been on PC. It's, it's released on the major consoles, I think. So it's finally making its way to the Switch. Um, it's pretty exciting. Like... Uh, yeah, it, like I, I'm, I'm very much a big fan of what they've, like what this is. Mm-hmm. Like, man, the art style is super cool. Just the way that they move, like the animation of the art, and yeah. the setting. Like, <clears throat> like I don't know what it is about Plague Doctors, but they do it for me. Yep, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's very good. Like. Um, it's a game I liked a lot. It's it's got a lot of challenge to it. Um, there's a lot of like tactical 
like team arrangement. Um, how am I going to have my guys like decompress after this dungeon? Who am I going to send into what dungeon? Um, there's a lot of really cool stuff going on with it. And, uh, I definitely recommend like anybody who's an RPG fan. Um, probably this would work for like dark souls fans. Um, cause it's, it's got that vibe. Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Like it's very, very <clears throat> nice. Cool. Uh, yeah. And that's, uh, darkest dungeon you pick it up on the switch um which is just it's already out elsewhere you can just mm-hmm. now play it, play it on the switch as of the 18th right cool um on the 19th uh deathmark comes out for the ps4 and the switch um experience inc is the guys bringing this um mm-hmm. i don't know anything about this no it was a vita um horror <clears throat> game. um <laughs> So it's it's basically being ported over to the PS4, and they're like, hey, let's put it on the Switch, since this should probably be, like, a portable game. Right. Um, again, it's, like, idea. it's visual novelty, but it's got a little bit more going on. Um, it's it, it basically plays out as, like, minigames. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, it's not really my thing. Too Japanese for me, I think. But um, it, it's definitely something interesting if you're looking for that on... You know, there's what else you're gonna choose on the Switch, you know? Right, right. <clears throat> I mean, horror is a light thing on any console, basically. I mean, you have like a handful of games to pick, even on something like the PS4, or, you know, PC mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so even, I mean, you can't really like look a gift horse in the mouth for right. getting now. Right. You know, a horror game on on the Switch. So cool. Yep, January 19th on the Switch and PS4 Deathmark. Uh, also on the 19th, another uh, PS4 Vita game, Digimon <clears throat> Story Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory. Whew, that's a big one. Um, yeah, so the I Digimon can't wait Story until... Cyber Sleuth, um, those, have been, yeah, I... those have been going for a couple years now. I, I can't wait until their next game and they add four more titles onto the end of that. Yeah, like, can we get, like, a sub-game, a sequel to this one? Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth 4, Hacker's Memory, Digital ROM, Meat Guide, Agumon's Tale. <laughs> like, Redux. let's get in it! Omega um, Redux Alpha. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, it's kind of a, like, it, it's got those kind of old-fashioned-y uh, RPG turn-based mechanics. You get to see your Digimon in the 3D world. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Like I got I got into the first uh, Digimon Cyber Sleuth Cyber game, Sleuth. and I like I got a little bit into it, and then I was just over it. So it was kind of weird. Like that happens to me with RPGs from time to time. Yeah, but, like uh, thinking back on Cyber Sleuth, um, I knew quite a few people who were playing it. Mm-hmm. Like I think I had probably about five friends who were all playing it, <clears throat> and I was like, man, what's so great about this game and then everyone stopped talking about it and i was like oh, okay yep. nothing correct that is exactly what happened <laughs> so um yeah it's like i don't know it's cool especially if you were a fan of digimon it's cool yeah this is definitely these, like anime scenes definitely something huge for the hardcore fan yeah there's really nothing else i mean like digimon has been out of the game for mm-hmm. i mean a long time like pokemon pretty much like ate that cake yeah so, um, you know, you got to pretty much take what you can get. Kind of like with the, the previous game. Right, right. 
Cool. You can pick that up as well, January 19th. Mm-hmm. And our last game uh, for this list, coming out January 19th as well, for the 3DS, Kirby Battle Royale. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say fully loaded. A Kirby fully loaded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, man, why... I just I don't get the 3ds anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel Not like 3ds be, is dead. Yeah, like it's just when you can have that in your hand, and then you look over at the you look over at the switch, mm-hmm. like the future's here. You know? Yeah. And you have been left in the past, my good sir. Like if they were to just release. <clears throat> Like the entire NES and SNES mm. virtual consoles, everything that ever existed, right for 3DS, that would be different. Because you could take those old games with you, like you know, you could take all of these like colossal games, and like there, I just feel like there's always those like select games that just aren't there. Mm-hmm. And to bring out new games, like graphically, it doesn't hold up. Like, gameplay-wise, it's just not fun. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. We've been talking about this for a long time. I feel like this has been, like, six months that we've been going on about, like, why... Now that the Switch is hanging and banging, why are we still looking at, you know... Yeah, like... Still looking at this guy. I don't know. And and I feel like the the 3DS is just something different. Like, 3DS is where you put... Games that aren't going to work on the Switch, basically. Right. Like, that just wouldn't have the looks. Like, Kirby Battle Royale, like, who's who's out here asking for this? But, like, the difference is, if this game looked like it does in the little, like, opening cinematic... Yeah. Holy shit, they'll be People be all over that. Exactly. All over it. But then they show the gameplay, and I'm like, ooh, that's not yeah. good for me. <clears throat> and gameplay's really not nice. everything, but... Man, with Nintendo, I feel like it's a lot because, mm-hmm. you know, it's so far and few in between. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the biggest thing is, and it's the reason I have my 3DS, is if there's a Pokemon game that comes out. Right. That's really, I mean, like... Once a Pokemon game comes out for the Switch, it is over. Well, like, and on it, the Switch, I feel like it would need to be a different game. Like, the, the, the DS title cannot be ported straight to switch necessarily it would probably look like trash right but it's doable we were just talking about that what yesterday i mean that's effectively how sony did it with the vita Mm -hmm. but you know i get it it's definitely different um different hardware um but i i don't know i I think that was like they didn't kind of pre-game it Mm mm-hmm they weren't kind of ready for it, but I, man, if I, I really want this Switch Pokemon game to be, you know, just, very similar. I want it similar. to blow my world away. I want it to be very similar to what we get on the 3DS, but just better. Just blow my mind with it. <laughs> Take it above and beyond. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> so I don't know. I have really high expectations. I'm hoping I'm not going to get let down and get something like, um, battle revolution or some shit mm-hmm. uh because not only me but everyone will be pissed 
Well, those games are okay. Like, the, uh, what were the, um... Oh, shit. Um, the ones with, like, the character that had, like, the gray hair. Um, I can't remember, but there was, like, there was GameCube Pokemon games that were okay. <clears throat> like, they weren't as good as just the core Pokemon games, but, like, they were okay. But most of them have just been battle simulators. I mean, or not simulators. Uh, but like just... Stadium. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was, like, Stadium and there Oh, was... Battle Revolution. <clears throat> right. I mean, Which those they're... are those are okay, but it's like yeah. it, it, just do it right. But but I mean, we also have like token, and that's damn near the same thing as Battle Revolution. Mm-hmm. It's super similar. It's just I don't know. But uh, yeah, that long um, winded explanation of the stuff that we were just talking about uh, just kind of comes back to. Uh, uh, Kirby Battle Royale for 3DS coming out January 19th. Sorry, boys. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> cool. Um, up next, we actually do have a decent amount of mm-hmm. demos, betas, and little freebies. So uh, pull out the old pen and paper and uh, take notes. Um, first up, we have the Monster Hunter World beta. Um we you know we share stuff like this on our Facebook, so it's a good way to keep up. Um, this beta is different than the last ones. They're introducing what would be considered like a legendary beast, uh, something that's going to be much harder to kill, mm-hmm. and it kind of gives you um, kind of gives you that taste of what what the real game could be like if you're going after a big a big beast, not big like boy. the little ones that they've you know kind of tossed out there with the last two um the monster the final monster hunter world beta starts january 18th um and then wraps up on the 19th um or no it starts on uh let me see yeah it starts on the uh 18th going into the 19th Mm. and uh depending on your time zone for us it'll be on the 18th and then it ends on the 21st so, um, you know, you have a, a decent amount of time. You can preload it on the PS4, um, which is still the only place that you can get it. And, um, and yeah, it should be a good time. Like, we were kind of talking about it. I kind of don't want to get into it, but then I kind of do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Grim is still has his countdown if you go to his, his Twitch channel. <laughs> um, every day, it, he just takes a number off of it. Come hang out. I'm playing. What was the new game he's been playing? Cat Quest. He yep. bought. He bought Cat Quest, and and I don't know. He really liked it, and he and he just finished it. But he had a 100%. glitch. No, he didn't hundred percent it. He ran into a glitch that made it so he couldn't hundred percent it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, so he now, now he's mad. I called him a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> It's good stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Monster Underworld, you can jump in on, at, on that on January 18th, and then it wraps up on the 21st. All right, and uh, starting a couple days after that, um, Microsoft is having a Sea of Thieves uh, beta, um, January 24th to January 29th. Um, it's basically like if you signed up to test the game early up on their uh, website, or if you've pre-ordered it, it's available to you. Otherwise, right. um, 
they they didn't want people to be able to um just like jump in the day before or whatever uh, I imagine there's also going to be an open beta. So this is probably like, okay, let's make sure this game works and the people that want it like it. And then when they uh -huh. do that, they'll say, okay, now let's stress out the server. So now it's open. Right. Um, Man, it looks so good. I'm a big fan of their art. Um, it just like, I don't know, the the time, or, you know, the period, you know, you have like the pirates and then just mm -hmm. the simplicity of their art. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of like fortnite still complex. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it definitely draws me in. I'm so, interested, uh, but I, I I almost can't see a way that it works the way they want. Like, Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't understand the entirety of what the point of it is. Right, right. So I'm going to have to see more. But so, this I mean, could be what, an opportunity to catch some of, that, some of that stuff I'm looking for, you know what I mean? So, I mean, just to, I, I guess, kind of, like, help along, you know, help me understand and help, you know, the community understand... The idea of this game is, uh, the whole idea is you're on a boat with X amount of other people on a team, and then there are other boats with teams of people, mm -hmm. and you guys are jockeying for, like, ranking. Like, yeah, like, I'm the yeah. best pirate on these seas. I guess. That's my issue with it, is, like, I don't really understand, like, what... Like, why am I doing this? You know what I mean? Um, and it's especially problematic if you have to have a full team of, like, ten <clears throat> people at all times to play. Right, right. Um, That'll be annoying. Um, yeah, so I'm, and I'm, then, I'm really interested to see how this goes. And then I guess we'll get our final answer on what's what when mm. Skull and Bones comes out, when that Ubisoft game drops. Correct. So, I mean, that, um, I mean that's their competition. Right. I mean, but between the two, I like this art style more. Oh yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, but, and it's but like putting I mean, it putting it specifically on Xbox. I know Rare is what now Rare. first party Xbox. Yep. So it's not their fault, but you know, being just like specifically on Xbox, that's that's um, hard. that hurts a lot. Like you're losing like so much. More than half of the market, right? Yeah, you're losing like over fifty percent. I feel like. Well. I mean, because what's, what's the percentage that only has a switch? Maybe one percent. Right. I mean, I feel <laughs> so, like yeah, Sony. You're... I feel like Sony is like up there with like, like. Great water. Like sixty-six percent. Like probably. Sixty-six percent of the people have the PS4, and yeah, I think PS4 that's still like wildly outselling uh, the Xbox. So yeah, I mean, people are doing Xbox is now doing well, but that's because everyone already has a PS4 and they're like, well, I'll grab an Xbox too, you mm -hmm. know, just to round out the nice entertainment center. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, I, I can't, it, it looks awesome, Yeah. but I just, I don't, I don't fully get it. So hopefully in, in the coming weeks, we'll have a little bit more, um, information. We'll be able to, I don't know elaborate a bit kind of figure it out a little more right yeah and maybe we'll have a few people that actually get a chance to play it so right cool and again yeah that's the uh 24th to the 29th and if you're going to be allowed to play it you already know at this point or uh, right i guess if you go out and pre-order you'll be able to jump in yeah worst case uh, scenario go drop five on it and if you think it sucks move it right. to something else uh all right uh next up is a game that i tried jumping into last night and uh it didn't work because i didn't have it pre-ordered Mm -hmm. Um, and then I tried jumping in it today 
and the servers just wouldn't let me on. It just kept saying that I didn't have a connection. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Um, but Dragon Ball Fighters Z is running from the 14th to the 16th. It is currently going uh, open. So you can go ahead and jump in, try out. I'm not sure. I, I wish I could have told you what characters they had, but you know, I tried for a bit and couldn't get in. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it is live, and you know, if you're into those um, DBZ fighter games, if you're a big fan of DBZ, I, I, I imagine you'll be. Yeah, I've I've heard that this anyway. one's been really like look forward to. Yeah, I, and I don't. I guess I don't get how because it's. Um, I mean, it doesn't look a lot different. Mm-hmm. It's like every single time a new one comes out, that audience is so stoked that a new one's coming out. Right. And there's no, like, downtime. It's really, it's interesting. And these have been coming out since PS2. I actually owned a few of these on PS2. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, I've owned uh, Budokai 1. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't look bad. It looks cool. But, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's I guess fighting's just... Not my, yeah, it's not really my thing. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then the last one is one that I actually got into right before we got into this podcast. Nice. Uh, the City of Final Fantasy NT. Um, you can go grab that. And actually Dragon Ball uh, Fighters Z um, on... I, I know definitely on PS4. You can just jump right on there and uh, search up the name. And there's a demo just available. Um, mm-hmm. When I started it up... It gave me the option to choose a summon, but I didn't get to see what the summon was. So it was like a, a like a crapshoot. It's like, who, who am mm-hmm. I going to get? And uh, I ended up getting Shiva, which was pretty cool. I was into that. And then <clears throat> after, it was like, what character do you want to take through this little tutorial? Um, there was Cloud. There was Jack. There was Squall. There was Zidane. There was uh, Warriors of Light. Yeah, like, there mm-hmm. was, like, they had a lot in there. They had a lot more in there than I thought they would have in, like, this demo beta. Um, and then, uh, I, I jumped in, I, of course, uh, picked Zidane, so, you know, I started checking that out, and then, you know, we started this up, so. Uh, I didn't get to check it out too, too much, but. Yeah, I played the first Dissidia on, uh, the original PSP. Right. Um, which was a cool game. It was, it's certainly like it was not a standard fighting game it's a lot more like close to i guess um well i don't want to say smash brothers because it's, it's not quite but it's like it is that have it has that kind of free roaming it's like a more agile dynasty warriors to me uh yeah but without but the with only the hero characters yeah right. with only heroes so it, it it's a cool hybrid i definitely get what they're doing um mm-hmm. i don't know i guess if i played it a bit more i could get probably into it yeah the first one was pretty was pretty cool so um yeah i played it a bit yeah definitely check it out i mean free beta yeah yeah it's free so go go grab those um you know you can rock this one this one has a really weird timeline um so the beta is going from uh the 12th so you know two days ago uh, mm-hmm. as of recording this, to the 15th, and then they take an hour break, and then jump, pick, and then you can start playing again on the 15th to the 18th, and then there's a final beta time again after taking an hour break between 4 and 5 on um, on 
yeah, four and five on the fifteenth, and four and five on the eighteenth. Uh, that's Eastern Standard Time, um, where they just take a small break and then they pick back up. So effectively, you can play this game from the twelfth to the twenty-first with about an hour, um, like maintenance or whatever, mm-hmm. um, every couple days or something. Yeah. So kind of kind of weird how they put the messaging out, but right. But, you know, that's cool. Go check it out. I uh, I recommend it. Cool. But that is uh, <clears throat> that is all the stuff that we have for demos and freebies. Um, you know, I didn't actually check Humble. Have, have you checked that? Uh, they got they have like a they have something going on. It's not particularly great. Um, I mean, I I always recommend to just check the Humble bundle. Like, I don't know yeah, weekly. Usually we click on it before we like even start yeah there's like a really oh i remember uh there's like a kind of like a disturbing bundle going on right now it's a humble hope for orphans bundle which is like you know for it's it's money that's going to go to like orphanages i guess i don't know and the games are a rising storm game of the year edition killing floor black hole ill 2 stormovic killing floor 2 homefront like, Call to Arms, Rising Storm 2, Vietnam, all places where the U.S. created orphans. <laughs> so it's like, uh, that's highly Irony. fucked. Irony. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what else and and the, uh, the specific um, group that they're donating to is, like, extremely religious, and they will not support, uh, like, LGBT orphans. So, you know, Alrighty. some issues there. Yeah. Uh, the Humble Staff Bundle is kind of cool. Uh, Punch Club is really good. Uh, Tempest for a dollar. Uh, Tempest is like a uh, pirate era naval strategy game. Um, more than the average, you get Bioshock, uh, Infinite, Beholder, uh, Aragami, which is like a stealth game. If 12 or more, you also get Shenzhen IO. All right. And they have their winter sale going on still. And their monthly is. Civilization Six with two DLCs for only twelve dollars. That's really good. Yeah, that's not bad. <clears throat> How many packs do they have out at this point? Uh, of Civilization, a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few. Not all of them are worth the money. Um, yeah, let me go to the winter sale just to see what mm-hmm. kind of like the top. Yeah, I'm looking at it too. Um, yeah. a fucking lot. Turns out. Division, 60% off. Yeah. Arc, Arc, 40% off. Witcher 3, 60% off. Um, That's the Game of the Year edition, by the way. Destiny 2, 35% off. Assassin's Creed Origins, 30% off. Hollow Knight, 34% off. Rainbow Six Siege, 40% off. Prey, 50% off. There's a lot of good shit there. Yeah, definitely. So, as always, we always recommend go check out the Humble. um, Just to see what's up there. Sometimes free games, sometimes not. So... Um, yeah, go, uh, go give that a look. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so we'll go ahead and jump into the weekly news. Um, weekly nudes. Weekly nudes. Um, there was actually a lot of cool things that happened this past yeah, year. Yeah, finally. Uh, yeah, it, it was like, whoa. Um, so we'll jump into it. It's probably, I think, my favorite thing that happened. It was so minor. 
Uh-huh. But uh, uh, this is like, this is how you do marketing, by the way. This is exactly how you do marketing. So, uh, Cyberpunk, the game from CD Projekt Red for the guys who uh-huh. brought us Witcher. Um, that I have cream dreams about. <clears throat> he does. Um, I report and, on uh, it. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, um, <laughs> they finally said something, and it wasn't much of anything. Um, so the last time they had tweeted was December 5th, 2013, and it was basically just blah, 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 you know, random stuff. Um, but they had said right out of the gate, I think it was on a blog post, that they're like, we won't talk about this game until 2018. Mm-hmm. Well, it's 2018, and they tweeted for the first time since 2013, and it was just beep, as you can see, uh, if you're watching the live stream, it just beep, uh, with asterisks. Um... So, you know, we did a little bit of looking, and we went to their website, cyberpunk.net, and it changed. Uh, There was, when it started, um, when I went there, actually just yesterday I went there, and it said, um, like, I went onto the site, and it just said an upcoming RPG from the creators of the Witcher series, and a video will play right in the middle. Mm -hmm. And you can link, you know, link yourself to their YouTube to watch the video on YouTube or whatever. Um, but there was nothing else like at all. Uh-huh. So when I w- got on today, I, you know, <clears throat> I loaded it up. I knew I was taking this video with me and, uh, I was welcomed by a different screen. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There's a, you can check out their media. Now they have a bunch of different buttons here. Yeah. Go to the forums. But yeah, you can check out blog posts, um, the forums, media. Facebook, <clears throat> Twitter, YouTube. Yeah. So. Yeah. So they're, I, I definitely feel like they're gearing up. Um, get ready to be like, all right, here's some cool shit. But yeah, things are moving. So I think that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, from this game that I'm, <clears throat> I'm so stoked for. Like, yeah. the setting draws me. Yeah, like, I don't even know what this. gameplay is. And I'm already fully invested. So. Yeah, I'm super into it. Like, they, like, basically CD Projekt Red can essentially release anything and I'll, like, be into it. Yeah, yeah. I, I know yeah. I've said that at least once or twice before. Yeah. Like, um, I, I have to, I have to have it, basically. Yeah. I'm just, <clears throat> I don't know, mesmerized by it. So, I recommend go check out cyberpunk.net. Um, look around. You can take part in their um, forums. You can check out their blog posts, all the videos that you might have missed that came out in 2013. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, just start chatting with people. It's a, actually a really good way to get in. Um, yeah, like, forums are like an underappreciated like, backdoor into the game industry. Yeah. Yeah, because like people, they, they like, developers will speak right on there directly mm-hmm. to you so if you have questions it's a great place to go yeah so yeah <clears throat> all right and uh so stellaris has announced another um kind of end game expanding dlc uh the last one i talked about was the synthetic dawn which is like the ai uh i guess civilizations that you could play as um basically they're like hey what if we took like that whole like end game and like attacking planets and uh we just turned that shit up to 11 and we ended up with Stellaris Apocalypse. Um, so right. I'm, I'm, like, super into it. It's got some, like, Death Star level shit. 
planetary bombardments have been changed. Um, a lot of cool things like that, like new uh, Titan-class warships. Um, basically just adding a little bit more to the game. This is um, uh, you know, a company that uh, Paradox is known to make like a shit ton of DLC and support games for like years. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm really excited to see more out of this game. It's it's one of my it's probably my favorite game from Paradox so far, just because I haven't dived into some of the like I I, don't, I really don't want to play any more World War II games. Like I get it. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't want to play Hearts of Iron. Um, I want to play Europa Universalis, but I haven't gotten it yet. And then um, Crusader Kings was just a little too dated for me, so I'm waiting for Crusader Kings three before I dive back into that one. Right. So yeah, that one uh, we don't, we're not sure about a release date yet. It says coming soon. There's a wish list, uh, like store page of it on Steam. So probably not too far out. Maybe maybe a couple months at the at the most. All right. Nice. <clears throat> cool. Um. Yeah. Up next. Um. I mean, you've probably heard about it if you're anywhere in video games, but the Overwatch League gets kicked off. Um, one of the biggest things for the Overwatch League that they did, just for people who are not even, like, that don't even care about the League, mm-hmm. is um, they released an update uh, across the board that added a ton of things, but the biggest thing is 312 in-game skins. Mm, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, that seems a little games, excessive, actually. Yeah, each of the game's 26 characters receives 12 skins, each themed around one of the teams participating in the Overwatch League first season. Um, mm-hmm. So, and you can go follow that ranking over at uh, overwatchleague.com. You can see who's winning um, as well. I think you can watch it there uh, or on Twitch, wherever you'd like. Um, but these skins, uh, they, they they rank, you know, they vary pretty uh <clears throat> they vary pretty good. Um, I think like each one, yeah, each one got twelve. I think is what it said. And wow. um, yeah, it, it is. It, it's a sick. lot. It's a and lot. I think my favorite thing is, and I'm not even a big esports guy. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I I honestly couldn't care. But I do like the color yeah. schemes. That's really that's that's a really cool thing. Just to be able to get mm-hmm. like Bastion in green and black. That's cool. yeah yeah. Um... League of Legends just implemented like color palettes, uh, like color swaps. Um, oh, nice! I think like mid last year. And I, I I think that's the way to go with skins because it's like color swap is one of the easiest things you can do from like an art standpoint. Right. Um, I mean that's the way that games used to be done. You would just do a color swap, and it's like, oh, instead of a regular orc, that's a super orc. Yeah, you know now I mean? it's blue, and it's like, like <clears throat> and again, they uh, clearly we've already heard they can make like two hundred skins with that, like. Right. Easily, and I mean that's a great way to, you know, they can make a little bit of money if people want to buy extra loot boxes or whatever. Um, well, you know, it's money, something more to like aim toward as a player. And I, I was gonna say, um, one of my one thing that I like is this money actually just goes uh, directly to the esports team. Mm-hmm. So it it can help them, you know, do whatever, like whatever they need the money for, travel or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of cool. You can kind of join up, and it's all their base skins with different colors, so it's not like um, a holiday or special skin or anything. Mm-hmm. But, That's yeah, cool. it, it, it looks cool. 
Um, I really like what they did here. And uh, if you log in before Valentine's Day, um, you will get enough credits to buy one skin, whatever you want. And this is what I don't like, is mm -hmm. you have to actually buy the skins. They're okay. not... You can't get them in loot boxes. That kind of sucks. Yeah, so you cannot get these for free. You'll get one of them for free if you log in before Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. But other than that... Um, so I, I recommend take your favorite character and pick your favorite color palette. Or if you're a big fan and you know you like the like Florida Mayhem or whatever, you know, pick their skin. Mm -hmm. Supportive. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, like if that's the way that micro is going in the future, it's probably the smart way to go. I'm uh, trying to browse through here really quick. There's a lot. <laughs> um, there was one that was really funny. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Reaper? It's, it's Reaper. Um, yeah, it's this one right here. It's the Florida Mayhem. Everyone said he looks like Ronald McDonald. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it a little bit. Ronaldo McDonald, though. But yeah. Um, so if you are into that, just jump in before, um, jump in before the 14th, and you will get, um some overwatch skins and you can keep up with that uh, over overwatchleague.com there's also um the soldier 76 in the orange and black and he looks like uh the naruto in his shippuden outfit um, and he said remember naruto this is him now feel old yet <laughs> that's pretty good he's like young punks get he does my look, lawn i mean if you can if you see the the edge <laughs> it looks almost exactly like him uh 76 here we go there we are uh right there Wait, there's a red and black one, so next... Yep, in the middle. <laughs> yeah. That's Naruto. That's definitely Naruto. Got him. Looks great. He aged well. <clears throat> well, not his hair. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, coming up starting on January 18th, I'm excited for this. Uh, there are going to be a four-part documentary series of uh, basically behind-the-scenes for Don't Nod's Vampire game. Hell yeah. Um, so obviously we don't... like They didn't release <laughs> a trailer for their behind-the-scenes shit, unfortunately. I'd love to show that. But, uh, yeah, this game's looking, like, the more I see of it, the more it's, like, the better and better it's looking. Like, yeah, I when agree. I first when I first saw this game, and I think when we first talked about its, like, announcement or whatever, it was like, okay, so they're gonna make kind of, like, a Remember Me set in, like, Vampire, like, that's kind of cool. And then, seeing it for, like, the second time at E3, it's like, oh, wow, it's like, this is really shaping up. Um, like, it looks great, I wonder what the actual gameplay is gonna look like. And then, you know, seeing more and more of it, it's like, holy shit, the, this is, the graphics are way better than I would have expected from Don't Nod. Yeah, um, I mean, <clears throat> the thing the that I question, really fun. the thing that I question now is their animation, what it's going to look like in-game. Um, yeah, it looks like it, just based on the, the uh, cinematic trailer here, it looks like the animation might be a little hairy in-game. Right, um, which is fine, but, um, yeah. but you it's, have it's to, a little off in the cinematics. <clears throat> but you have to remember... They're giving us a huge yeah. chunk of story with these videos that they're going to be releasing, mm. this four-part. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of interesting <clears throat> behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, so yeah, on, on January 18th, they're going to have the first one. I'm not sure. I imagine it'd probably be weekly, because when is this game slated to come out? Like February, right? Um, yeah, let me double-check. Okay. I'm also double-checking, so we'll see what happens there. But, um, I, I, like, I'm super pumped. Uh I, I, I it just says 2018. Um, 
Got Vampire PS4. Okay. I'd love to get... Okay, quarter one. So they probably like left it a little ambiguous because they had to push it a couple times already. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so that could even be something that we find out here in these behind the scenes. Like the fourth one could be... Okay, so here's behind the scenes of like how you release a game and why we had to push it back and bug testing and everything. Also, it's coming out like April 1st or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's very much possible. So It'd be rad if they were like, and it's out tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'd do that. <clears throat> That'd be cool. It'd get people to watch your stuff as well. Yeah. That final video would have a ton of hits. Um, wow. Okay, so Focus Home. This is weird. I don't know why I have this info. Focus Home Interactive will consider Vampire successful if 1 million copies are sold, but they said selling 500,000 copies would be the mark to make it profitable. Wow. So they made this, like, pretty cheap, it sounds like. Yeah, they made this on definitely on the cheap. Um, I wonder what... I'm looking into that. What else says don't nod, like, what big things? Coming up? Uh, like, what big things have they made? Oh, uh, they made, they... um... They made Remember Me, they made uh, Life is Strange. They were involved in Life is Strange 2, so they got, like, you know, uh, licensing money for that. They're making Life is Strange Part 2 or whatever. So, yeah, there was the prequel that somebody else made, and they're making 2. They're working on this, and I think they might have something else that they're working on, too. I'm not sure. So, man, I was thinking, like, maybe they did... Like, maybe they had unused assets from stuff, from something, but that wouldn't be it at all. No. Like, what would they have taken it from? Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grim said there's there's a trailer that actually shows gameplay. Um, it's on the bottom right there. I don't want to hang on this for too long, because, well, could, I guess. Yeah, Life is Strange, sure. uh, Life is Strange 2, Remember Me, Vampire. I'm sure, I know they're working on something else, because we mentioned it. Um, doesn't say. Yeah, I didn't see anything else. Yeah, I don't know, maybe they were working on something that got cancelled or moved or something like that. Let's go ahead and skip into this, just to... Oh. Man, it looks so good. Yeah. Um... It's, uh, like, I, I really am shocked when I see it. Because it's, yeah, like... Yeah, it's hard not you know, to they, Like, Life is Strange had, like, kind of a cartoony style. Um, yeah. yeah. They, they weren't that. trying to go full realism. And this isn't going, no, like, this. full realism, but it's very close. It's got the Bioware, like, option switching for dialogue and everything. Um, yeah. That's, it's, it's... I'm really into this. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, um... Damn! You're seeing something cool, huh? I'm just... I'm so into it. Like, I'm seeing, like, light play. Um, I'm seeing, like, reflections and, like, wetness and shit. It's just... It's it's so much better looking than I would have expected. Yeah, they definitely use that PBR, um... Texturing pipeline, which is standard these days. Huh. It makes it... It makes... Man, it makes wet things look legit yeah like that's the thing it just it it just gives you those highlights and those those cast shadows and it gives you mm-hmm. like everything looks so good wow yeah they're doing a great job and i'm i'm into it i mean the setting already has me yeah like amped. spanish flu 
Hell yes. Oh, shit. I don't know if... Yeah, okay, so in the video, he was oh. up on this ledge and he saw these guys. Yep. And he just, like, like shifted as soon there. as the guy shot uh -huh. from one story above. Took the uh -huh. guy out, shifted yes. to the next guy. He, like, shifting from person to person, just mm -hmm. fucking giving him the axe. Uh, that's so how you good. have to do it. Had to do it. Yeah, though. that's gonna be cool. Uh, okay, I have a. Looks like I have a string of stories that are in my arsenal here. Um, so yeah, Vampire, like definitely looking forward to that. Uh, January eighteenth is when those behind the scenes stuff starts. That might be a good way to catch more of the game in action as well. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so the just the other day, uh, Creative Assembly, the Total War guys, uh, they've announced Total War Three Kingdoms. So they do still, they're still supporting uh, Total War Warhammer 2. And um, I guess they're just going to have like an A team and a B team that's working on DLC. Uh, okay. At, at least those two teams, but they've announced, uh, yeah, the Three Kingdoms, which is basically, you know, it's kind of funny we mentioned it, uh, it's the Dynasty Warriors era. So, um, oh, okay. uh, you know, it's when China kind of had an unusual, like China always had some some kind of civil war shit going on pretty much at all times. Yeah. But um, this was an unusual time when it was like split between three different powers. So uh, it's, That's it's really interesting. Like, yeah, usually <clears throat> just like two fight it out. And then if there is a third, they come in after the civil war is over and they just kill the leadership. Yeah. They just kind of like pick, pick um, the bones. But yeah, so like this is like a, it was a really interesting period in history. It'll be really cool to play a total war game where you're, kind of dealing with two like major powers because typically you are Rome and you're dealing with like seven or eight armies of barbarians right. or you're you know <clears throat> playing total war and there's like an infinite number of people trying to kick your ass or uh, you're playing something like the Shogun games where you're really only focusing on one major enemy at a time and you're able to kind of like secure your holdings and then move on to the next area like to always have two enemies that are just as strong as you like if they get a good allegiance going on you're like i don't know if it's survivable yeah um and they do kind of they're kind of implying like these different armies are working together at different points um so that could be really cool like a game where you're constantly trying to win like you're trying to get your dynasty to be the number one but there's constantly these other two that are doing the same thing and you're kind of like having to make temporary uh, alliances and, you know, occasionally turning on your allies and switching between who you're working with to try to secure your own domination. Like, that's just... It seems awesome. Like, you don't yeah. see that kind of stuff a lot. <clears throat> Definitely. Um, so, yeah, I'm super into and, that. Especially like, now that I've gotten into the Total War games because I was out for a long time. And now I'm right back in, baby. And watching these trailers, it's just like, God damn, these guys should make like mini movies. movies you know yeah it's so fun to watch them and, and them and i get Blizzard. invested so easy yeah and it's, uh, yeah so they said like they announced this here in the beginning of january and they're like oh it's coming out fall 2018 like mm. it's so good i like i love how they i love how they handle their company whipping their big dick out look what mm. we got let me see wore... that <clears throat> they wore their big dick jeans today mm-hmm it's like extremely skinny, like tight jeans, but with a ton of room in the crotch. Well, not as much as you think. Not as much as you might hope. <laughs> you can see some 
You can see something going on in there. They're laying there. down some pretty thick pipe for you, is what we're uh -huh. saying. Thank you, Mario. Thick pipe. Cool. And uh, my my culminating. This is the event that I've been waiting for my whole life. Yeah. Uh. So, <laughs> the uh like, Bioware's always had the um like novelizations and comic books, and they've even made some animated shit to go along with their games. Uh, I don't recommend the animated movies, but um they're actually releasing Varric's book, that's like present throughout Dragon Age Two, which is so wild. Cause it's yeah, like, he talks about it several times. Yeah, he talks about it a lot. Like this is, I think this book is actually what Dragon Age Two is. Like, I think his story is that he tells in Dragon Age Two is the Hard and High Town story about Hawk. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, anyways, like Hard and High Town is referenced a lot in Dragon Age Inquisition, and in fact, you like somebody makes, like, an unofficial sequel that you have to go track down, and then it turns out to be, like, mob-related, and there's, like, a bunch of weird shit going on there. Of course. So, like, it's so cool that they're they're releasing this novel written by Varric, uh, like, in-world, and this is an in-world novel, so they're, like, layers deep over here, like, Inception shit going on. And it's really yeah. funny. Because, like, I mean, they've... I, I really like the uh, Dragon Age books, specifically. Um, mm -hmm. I think I have all... There's I think there's been five of them, and I have them all. Um, they're really good, and like it, it's it, it kind of we were talking about it in the past, and it's like it's really their specialty is the storytelling and the world building and everything, and they should probably just stick to that, right? Um, <clears throat> so like I'm really looking forward to this because this is kind of a departure from what they've uh, done in the past. I'm super into it. Yeah, it's really cool. Like I, I really love these things. Like. When they've created something so, uh, like, pivotal in-game, and then mm -hmm. they can make it real. Like, he, it, yeah. it is by Varric. In real life, you can get a book that says by Varric. By Varric like, Tethras, right. That's so great. Cool. Yeah. And the books actually, re uh, <clears throat> they historically have revealed stuff that's true in-game. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, they introduced uh, Cole. Like, Cole's real backstory is... Uh, I think it's, um, I think Dragon Age Asunder has his, like, true, like, who he was before he became this, like, weird ghost thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, they're, they're known to have some really badass shit like that in there, so I'm, I'm very excited to finally read Varric's famous book. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Cool, uh, next up is probably one of the bigger things from this last week, even though it was many. Uh, Nintendo Direct Mini. Um, yep. That went down, and there were a handful of announcements. So we'll just kind of go over some of the bigger announcements. Um, you know, things that I thought just were cool. Um, like, right up front, Mario Tennis Ace. I don't know why I'm so stoked for this. But it looks like it'll be fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not huge yeah. into sports games, but... I, I don't know. I, I think it's more of the, like, it's almost like ch like childish, like. Well, tennis is like, like very understandable. Child. It's like your yeah. It's like your inner child coming out. Yeah. And there's a story mode. Mm -hmm. Like wait, why which is, is there weird, a story mode? but all yeah. by itself, yeah. So I mean, and it's coming out on the Switch, obviously. So, you know, you can take it with you. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm all for just taking everything with me. 
Right. Yeah. Like, it just looks fun. I, I don't... There, there isn't any other thing to say about it. I mean, it's not the most groundbreaking thing I've ever seen, but... Um, Team Wario and Team War Luigi, I think, needs to happen. Like... Mm-hmm. Or Team Luigi and Waluigi. That could work. <clears throat> yeah, that could be cool. I wonder if Luigi will have that icy cold fucking stare that he had in Mario. He better. The, like, <laughs> the one that, like, fucking hits me to my soul. Yeah, he's he's like, if you pass me, I'll fucking kill you and your children. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, I, it, it's available this spring. Um, we don't have, like, it, it's the same thing as a lot of the bigger, um, like companies are doing. Sony, like, first quarter, you know, shit yep. like that. So, uh, nothing, nothing incredibly solid yet, but mm-hmm. looks cool. Um, Grim was just mentioning this. Uh, do you want to take a crack at this name? Uh, oh boy, it's Wise or e- it's East. East? Uh, it's it's Scandinavian East of some type. East yeah, a lacrimosa of Dana. Dana. What? Yeah. Uh, Grim just ran through this on the PS4. He had a good time with it. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean it. <clears throat> it's a long game. Uh, I do know that. It's probably about 50 hours, and then Jesus. if you want to complete every everything, you're going to be spending probably another 30 or 40 hours. Hmm. Um, big game. Uh, a lot of characters. I, I remember popping into his stream, and he'd be like, yeah. Is that a chicken dragon? Is that chicken dragon? <laughs> is, that, is that Kentucky Fried Chicken Dragon? Ooh. I, I say... I say lost my goddamn head hmm. yeah i wasn't I, I played one of the east games on like ps2 i wasn't really a fan right um i don't know like this seems it, it seems very similar to um the Xenoblade blade style so i can definitely see people like getting into it right and i mean again switch you know mm-hmm. i mean they need support for stuff like this right so it, you know they continue getting stuff like this <clears throat> cool. Um, they're adding some stuff to um, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. You're getting, yeah, you might have just heard it, a free update. Um, and they're dropping, it's like a, basically like, they call it break out the balloons. Um, and it's like mm-hmm. a balloon thing that you do. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's around different environments or it's just New Dunk City. But you can find Luigi and, oh and then you're basically just hunting down these balloons. Um, it's basically a game of hide-and-seek. Hmm. So, um, a little bit more, I guess, reason. If you're still playing it, you know, you have more to do. I don't think this is enough to make me go back and play more after I've already yeah. decimated it, you know? Oh, yeah, there you go. You can go to different environments and do the balloon thing. He's probably just waiting up by your... Um, uh, ship or whatever okay and you're getting three new outfits it's interesting cool knight uh, helmet i saw a picture of uh him with the with the knight armor and it said uh wow dark souls on the switch is looking amazing <laughs> it's very good uh mario plus rabbits kingdom battle uh new character i i think this is dk is the mm-hmm. new character 
Um, Canada's in the playoff. It is, yeah. So, you know, that's cool if you're really into that game. This was one of those games that we hated that we were <laughs> that into. Yes, I still haven't gotten it, but it's it's on my list. Like, right, right. Um, no, so, it looks, it, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, um, it's definitely coming down the pipe at some point. I, I just got to get through some of these like important games that I haven't played from this last year. But this is this is one of the ones on my list that I have to play for sure. Uh, payday, payday two is uh, yeah, that's interesting. It's coming to the switch that's very weird to me because we were talking about it before and like they're online i i that's the biggest thing that i hate about nintendo Mm -hmm. is they're just not up with the online world they're just they're not up to par you have to do your friend code and then like how are you even going to fucking find people to play with in this game yeah i don't know and like can their servers even handle it yeah it's it's going to be it's going to be madness um, but with that being said, I do like Payday, but I think I would rather play it on PS4 with a group of people that I can actively chat with and, you know, mm. all that fun stuff. You don't need to have that, that, uh, third party software to chat with someone. Yep. Um, and the second to last big thing is Donkey Kong uh, Country Tropical Freeze, which was a Wii U game, is uh, shooting its way over to the Switch, which is good. I think a lot of people missed out on this game because it was on the Wii U and people didn't give a shit about the Wii U. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's that same Donkey Kong style. You know, it's that, you know, that 2D, but with these rich environments. And I think they'll have some success with this on the Switch. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I think so. I think, um, again, this could be, like, a little bit of early, like, hey, we might be getting ready to do maybe a Donkey Kong game. Let's see if people are into it. Please, God, yes. Like, if I could get something like we got on the, like, N64. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did you ever play that? Um, Donkey yeah. Kong. That was the one that required the special, um, like, RAM add-on pack. Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Um, but they just had so many different, like, like, family members or friends of Donkey Kong in the game. That was just really cool. Like, Tiny and Lanky and, of course, Diddy and, uh, Cranky. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cranky Kong's my main man, by the way. Funky. <laughs> Funky's alright. <clears throat> cool. Um, and the last thing, probably the biggest thing... Um, yeah. which I see part of me says this is a bad idea. And then the other part of me is like, Oh, I can take it with me. Uh, uh-huh. dark souls remastered is coming to the switch. Um, mm. this will include all of the DLCs. Um, everything it's, it's the fully remastered of the original dark souls. Um, the reason I say it's probably a bad idea is, um, whether you're in public, you know, you're in public or whatever, you're, you're on the train, you're on a train or something. Like I can see it in New York a lot. You're just like, Oh God, fuck Capra demon, Capra demon. Fuck, fuck. I died. Fuck. And then you just throw the thing. Like I can already see it because people rage on dark souls. So hard. Yeah. Um, Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see like, 
I've seen a lot of people like questioning like is the switch capable of like hitting those frames perfectly in the middle of a fight because that's what the game's all about. All about, yeah. And uh, I mean, we've seen stuff in the past that just did not work on the Switch, even though it was ported. Right. So, I mean, with that being said, um, this is also coming out on all the other major consoles, um, PC, you know, PS4, all that. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Grim was just saying um, the console version remastered is going to have up to six uh, people play online, where Mm -hmm. I think before, I think you could only have one. They're not sure. Uh, in the original. So, um, and he says he's wondering how it works on the Switch uh, with no pause. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're not in a place to, like, stop and, like, save your game and you have to shut it down, I imagine you just go... Yeah, it's curious. Like, will everything. something walk up and just, like, Shrek you up? Well, I imagine as soon as it closes, it just chucks you back to the last bonfire and you lose everything. Yeah, I don't know. I mean that's I mean that's unforgiving. So you know, we'll see. But um, you know, it's coming to PS4 as well. So that's cool. Like we haven't had that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a massive edition that they announced. It's like 500 bucks, but it's not coming stateside. Um, it's a collection of everything, right? For PC. Mm-hmm. It's like Dark Souls, um, Dark Souls two and three. Yeah, I think it's just Dark Souls. I don't think there's anything else in there. Um, but it comes with some sick books, some book ends for those books. Um, yeah, it's like nine discs or something. Uh, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much it from the uh, Nintendo Direct Mini. Um, there were other things. If you want to check it out, head over to Nintendo.com and just look up. They, they should have a link directly to the... Um, Nintendo Direct Mini that happened on uh, January 11th. So, go check it out, guys. For sure. Cool. And the last thing was something that um, Kesaria brought up. She wanted to be here, but uh, like, yesterday, I messaged her and I was like, yeah, my voice is gone. I don't know if I'm going to even be able to do this tomorrow. (laughs) And I'm just suffering through over here. Um, So, she ended up um, she ended up being busy, which is cool, but she wanted to chuck this one in there. Um, mm-hmm. That uh, it's not a rumor anymore. It's it, I believe it's official that Microsoft is introducing a new achievement system to yeah. the Xbox One, um, and, and they're calling the system Careers, and it'll go alongside their current system, um, and it'll compensate for how many or for how achievements. Um, Versus other players in the world, like work. So if you play a game for a long period of time, um, I mean, I, I think the idea is okay. I've played this game, you know, 150 hours. I put 150 hours into it, and now mm-hmm. there's nothing left to do. This career system will give you something more to do within the game for playing it for a long period of time. It's uh, designed to give you goals uh, to hit in game, so you're. Uh, for the game you're playing, instead of getting your a thousand, you know, a, you know, a thousand um, achievement score and moving on, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, I guess the thing that she was like, ooh, that's bad. Um, mm-hmm. My, uh, it says um, 
this will be different from the gamer score that players rack up across multiple games. You know, like I said, it'll be you know beside the gamer score. It's designed to reward players who have made a career out of esports or attempting to make a career out of esports. Uh, players uh, will be able to earn rewards, level up, and even potentially unlock loot boxes along the way. Mm-hmm. So more loot boxes. Um, so, you know, if you're really big, you're you're a huge Overwatch guy, or a huge Halo, or Call of Duty, or Battlefield, whatever. Yeah. Um, this is a good thing for you, because, you know, it, it gives you another another thing to look at. Like, over my career, this is what I've done. Mm-hmm. And it rewards you for doing so. So, kind of cool. Um, I'm not sure, I'm pretty sure we'll, you know, on, on like, a time frame or anything like that, but we will, uh, definitely be talking a bit more about this once it becomes uh like a hundred percent you know we, you know we have more details stuff like mm-hmm. that i can see this up here again yeah um, it's um I, like i guess their argument is that it's like balancing out that the idea of um kind of taking a um normally you would go into a game and get your thousand points or whatever mm-hmm. and bomb right out and you know move on and do the next thing uh so this is to try to make it so that people who um spend a lot of time on particular games are able to get more than just that thousand gamer score out of it right right, right. um which i like i appreciate that but i don't really know if that's the way to do it um, I guess we'll, we'll just have to see in the future, like, where's this going to go? Like, this, this kind of has um, kind of sketchy, a sketchy direction to it, I think, with the, yeah, the loot box thing. It, sure, it's just extras, and it won't impact the majority of, right? you know, gamers, but it's weird that they're taking a step like this, and they even use words like loot box or loot crate. Right. Um, that's poor. Like, don't do that. It's like, oh, this has all been bad, but we're still trying to make that money, you know, on something. I mean, even though there might not be money involved, it's just, I don't know. That you, I just, you immediately think that. It's the same thing people do with Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Fantastic game, no money involved in loot crates, but look at all the shit it got. Yeah. Cool. Um, and that was pretty much all we had. Um, do you have anything else? That's all I got. Cool. Um, next week, hopefully we'll have a third person joining us, whether it be, um, you know, whether we start to get more regulars that join us or, um, Mm -hmm. just like rotating guests. Um, but yeah, look, look forward to that. As always, follow us on Facebook facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc as well twitter at mammoth games inc you can find me on twitch uh that's twitch.tv backslash the underscore real underscore night swarm as well um you can uh check out grim over here he's been in our chat uh he always chats with us um here on twitch you can just look up grim reaper sage and uh and and see all the interesting things he's playing like cat quest <laughs> mm-hmm um, but yeah, uh, until next time, guys, thank you for hanging out and, uh, we'll see you next time. Peace out.